Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. We are here with two very talented performers, and they happen to be the stars of this year's Staples Players production of Guys and Dolls. And they are Madeline Spera and James Dobin-Smith. Do you go by James? Yeah, James okay, is good. So James and Madeline. Yep. Hi. Hello. Say hi. 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 <laughs> good. I want to make sure the mics are working. Excellent. So... We were just chatting off air. Madeline, I'm just going to begin with you for a minute. I hear you're a Swifty. Yes, I am. You are. And how many concerts have you been to? I've been to five, I believe. And are you going to go to this one, the big opening of the tour? Yes, of course. And yeah. where, where is it? We're going to MetLife. You are going to MetLife. So what are the secrets to the kingdom? How'd you get tickets when nobody else could? Well, my dad tried really hard to get tickets, and then my friend actually ended up getting them because my dad was in the queue for so long and was just waiting and waiting for hours, and then Ticketmaster shut down and everything happened, so it was crazy. So your friend just did the the regular thing on Ticketmaster and got lucky? Yeah. Wow. How many of you are going to be going? Um, I think there's six, six of us going. Six was max. Yeah. Six is max. That's what I figured. My friend just told me she's not giving up. She didn't. She was sold out, but then, which means that she'll go to StubHub or one of these other resale places, but somehow she'll get. What's the appeal of Taylor Smith? Uh, Taylor Swift? What's her appeal? <laughs> I just love her. <laughs> Look at Andrew. He's falling back. He's going to, he's going to plots. You just yeah. love her. I've just, I mean, I've loved her since I was really little. I've, I've just always looked up to her. She's such a role model to me and I just, I love her music and. She's such an inspiration, so. I like the Haters Gonna Hate song. Yeah. Oh, me too. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> it's a great theme in life, right? It really is, yeah. I really like what she writes about, and I think she's a lot of good things to say, and I love her lyricism. It just, it's very relatable for me, and I like to listen to songs that I can really relate to. I hear that she gives great concerts, too. Like, she changes 30 times, and oh, she just oh, she brings does. it out. Yeah, me and my dad went to her Reputation concert, and it was insane insane yeah he said it was one of the best concerts he's ever been to so madeline you are a musical performer yes I and am. you are sister sarah yes and guys and dolls so uh tell me about well first of all i understand staples players has done guys and dolls quite a few times it's like one of their favorite shows I, right i think it's yeah. the most the most player yeah. show like yeah. i think we've done it six or yeah. seven times so have you seen the movie yes i have seen the movie do you love the movie? I do love the movie. I love the movie so much. I love the movie, and I love Gene Simmons' portrayal of Sister Sarah in that movie, playing with her button all the time, that second button. Um, and you know it's a slightly different score 
the movie than the than the uh, yeah yeah it is. So you're doing the the Broadway score. In other words, you're not doing Your Eyes Are the Eyes of a Woman in Love, which is written for the movie. You're doing I've Never Been in Love Before, which yeah, is written and, for the show. And what else is written for the movie? Uh, Adelaide. Right. Uh, take Back Your Mink. Take Back Your Mink. That's for the stage. Right. Yeah. And so Bushel and a Peck is for the show. Yes. Not that I know this, you know, not that I know this or anything. I've seen Guys and Dolls 100,000 times in every iteration. And I adore it. So tell me, Madeline, um, tell me a little bit. You're how old now? I'm 17. You're 17. How many shows have you acted in already? I mean, in my whole life, I've been in a lot of shows. I think I started acting when I was in kindergarten. So what's a lot? Ten? More than ten? Maybe like fifteen. Maybe I like say. fifteen. Yeah. Okay. And have you had featured roles at Staples Players before? I have. I was um, the fairy godmother in Descendants. Oh, I didn't see Descendants. I missed that one. I bet that's a good show. Yeah, okay. it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. And were you in Greece last year? I was in Greece, yeah. I was the reigning on prom night soloist. Oh, yeah. Now, that's not Frenchie. She's the beauty school dropout. No, yeah. No, reigning. It's reigning on prom. Very good. Yeah, that was wonderful. So um, how did you feel like, like, tell me a little bit about, we're going to get to you, James, in just a moment. How do we, how do we, when you were auditioning for Sister Sarah, are you auditioning for this role to convince David Roth and Carrie Long that you are best for this role or are you singing a different character so that they can see you in other things like tell me how you approach an audition for this I mean I did sing I sang if I were a bell for my audition so I did sing a song that Sarah does sing but I think going into it I was just kind of I wanted to show a wide variety of things so I tried to pick a song that was that had a lot that I could do with. I mean, it's a song that the character sings when she's drunk and a little tipsy. The best song. So. One of the best songs in the whole show. Yeah, yeah, so I thought I could show a lot of my personality. I thought that there was acting there and lots of choices that I could make with that song. So I thought that doing that would be the best option for my audition. Do you have professional training as well as what you're learning at Staples Players? Yeah, I do have some professional training. And um, I work with a voice teacher. You do? Yeah. So uh, you're excited to do this, obviously. I am very excited. I'm very passionate about it. You are. James Dobin-Smith, hello. Hi there. Hi. You have adorable dimples. Nobody can see this but me. But they are. (laughs) They're absolutely adorable. And so tell me a little bit about you. How long have you been performing in shows? So definitely a lot less than Madeline. My first show was Mamma Mia as a little freshman. But... Never before then. So I, not uh, before high school. Yeah, no, no. I tried all the sports first, and then when you that did. didn't work out, I <laughs> figured out I could sing. <laughs> you do sing beautifully. I saw your, um, I saw the YouTube of uh, the Mooning song in Greece. Oh yeah, nice that was rich. Is that a, a baritone? Am I hearing a rich baritone? Uh, well, it's more baritone now. It was more tenor then. Okay. Um, but I, I fall generally in the baritone range. But I've, I've always been more of a singer, and I started acting as a freshman. Um, and so I, I haven't done nearly as many like stage plays, but we did do we did plenty of radio shows. So, what do you mean? Oh, during during COVID, we uh, couldn't put on main stage productions, so we did radio plays like Did you? Wells in the twenties. Yeah, I was uh, I was Mr. Bingley in Pride and Prejudice. Oh, very nice, Mr. Bingley. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. <laughs> wow. And uh, so you got Jane in the end. I did, yeah. You got Jane. You Lucky know, that's, for me. It's interesting because yesterday we had Jane Green on the show. I don't know if you know Jane Green. Oh. Do you either one of you know Jane? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know Jane. I know when I was in Susicola, I was Thing 2, and Thing 1 was Jane Green's 
son, Jasper. Yeah, she has a bunch of kids. So um, well, anyway, she is a writer who has started a brand new podcast to write and adapt and perform radio plays as a podcast. Oh, wow. She's trying to recreate radio classics. And I listen to Channel 148 radio classics all the time with my husband who's addicted to them. So that's so funny that I didn't know that you kids did that during COVID. That's wonderful. Right. We did um, my favorite of them to do, which I'm double cast. Right now I play Sky and Guys and Dolls. I was double cast with Ben. And the only other time I've ever been double cast with him is that we both played Newsboys in a recreation of... Bram Stoker's Dracula, like Orson Welles' arrangement oh of Bram Stoker's my. Dracula. Which was super, super cool to do. And did you do it with sound effects and everything? Like, did you really try and make it yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had, um, we were set up in the black box. We have a black box stage and a main stage. And on the main stage, our crew is set up doing Foley, like doing the footsteps and all kinds of sound. It was very cool. Very, very cool. I once visited in Beverly Hills. I once had a backstage tour to the lot where the radio classics were originally produced. And I'll never forget the image of the sound effects room because every prop in the entire world was in that room. Every kind of thing that could make a sound was in that room. It was extraordinary. And, And I thought, I'm here where the magic is made, right? Right. It was really cool. So let me hear from you, James. I want to hear from you. We're chatting with James Dobin-Smith and Madeline Spera, who are the stars of Guys and Dolls. Uh, that is going to be performed tomorrow night, Saturday night. There's a matinee on Saturday. How many more weeks? What are we talking about? We're just starting or are we oh, in no, the middle is, of the this run? Is, this is closing weekend. This, this coming weekend. This so we is have it. a Friday show. We have a Saturday matinee. And then Saturday night is and our Saturday night. show. And I'll be seeing Friday night and Saturday night. And I'll be seeing it with two different leading casts. Is that correct? You'll be seeing me the whole time. But you'll oh. be seeing. Yeah, I'm double cast. You're so double cast. But you are not double cast. cast. I am not. I wonder why that is. They couldn't find. Uh, they try and double cast, right? But. Uh, they can't always do it. You must have a very high soprano. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, that's a, that's what we need for that role. Yeah, you have totally. To to reach those. Yeah, that's exciting. It oh, is that's exciting. so exciting. <laughs> so, and James, I want to hear from you how you are approaching the role of Sky Masterson. What are the attributes of the character that you think need to come across the stage? So, Sky Sky's a really interesting dude because, on the surface, and and I mean, this is what we see when we watch the play is that we see him as this. You know, he's this big personality. He's very cool. He kind of has it all. Um, and, and we had plenty of conversations about this in, in rehearsal, but we think Sky is also kind of an introvert and in that he, he's so clever because he spends so much time alone. Um, he has such a rich knowledge of the Bible, as can be like seen from a few of the scenes, and it's one of the reasons why he bonds so much with Sarah. Um, but I think what I, what I try to get across on stage is both that, Sky's an introvert and in that he he's thinking a lot to himself, but also that he knows how to handle himself in a public situation, that he knows how to work with people. Yes. I think the secret to his sex appeal is his confidence. <laughs> yeah, there's a confidence this guy. Because he knows he knows he can do it. He, he knows does. he can do it. Although luck be a lady tonight, right? He still has to have the dice roll his way. Right. Well, <laughs> I guess that's that's what makes this scene compelling, is that, you know, you see this guy who's really kind of perfect and he's kind of kept it all together and then you're seeing the inflection point where you know his love is challenging him and he actually for once is not necessarily so certain and that's what makes it so makes it hit so hard so i know that i'm not completely catching you unprepared 
because I understand that you like to sing, both of you. I understand that. A little birdie told me you like to sing. What will you sing for us today on the air here on WICC, the Lisa Wexler Show? Uh, you want to sing Never Been in Love Before? That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, sure. You're going to sing it? Really? Why not? Do you want yeah. us to sing it? We can sing it. Why wouldn't I want you to sing it? Okay. <laughs> so this is James Dobin Smith okay, and wait, Madeline Sparrow. I got to get a note. You got to get a note. <laughs> one sec. Yeah, oh, I got it. Okay. Can you mean I? you don't know all the lyrics by heart? Well, no, no, no. no I'm I teasing you. I'm teasing you. <laughs> I'm torturing you. We're going to hear some live singing on the Lisa. By that's that's a wonderful song, by so the way. Fly. Frank Lesser. It really is. Yeah. Frank Lesser wrote the music and the lyrics, didn't he? For um, Guys and Dolls. I believe. I think so, he did. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Abe Burroughs wrote the play, and uh, it's very unusual that you have somebody doing both. Ooh, what is that whistle? Oh, no, that was just me making sure I have my note right. That's fabulous. <laughs> That's really a beautiful on-pitch whistle. I leave the mics to you. I've never been in love before. Now all at once it's you. It's you forevermore. I've never been in love before. I thought my heart was safe, I thought I knew the score, but this is wine that's all too strange and strong, I'm full of foolish song, and out my song must pour, so please forgive this helpless haze I'm in, I've really never been in love before I've never been in love before now all at once it's you it's you forevermore I've never been in love before I thought my heart was safe I thought I knew the score, but this is why that's all too strange and strong. I'm full of foolish song, and out my song must pour. So please forgive this helpless haze I'm in. I've really never been. I'm so teary-eyed. Oh, it's so oh, beautiful. Goodness. You just heard James Dobin Smith and Madeline Sparrow in studio with a little hint, a tiny little preview of the talent and the charisma and the level of professional performance that you will hear if you go to one of the staple shows, which undoubtedly are almost sold out because they usually already are. But there is a tomorrow night performance, there is a matinee performance on Saturday, and one final evening performance on Saturday night. Uh, congratulations to both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So you're both seniors? Yep. yep. So do I get to know, do you know 
what your aspirations are for next year. Are you thinking about college or going directly into the performing arts? What do you want to do? I mean, I'm applying to colleges. I'm in the process right now. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Do you have a first choice or do you not want to, you know, say? I mean, I'm applying to all kinds of places. <laughs> so nerve-wracking right now. I know everybody. So, yeah, we'll your, see. Your applications are in for early action. You're waiting. You're thinking. Totally. Is Cincinnati still a big one that, that performing arts people like to go to, the school over there? I believe so, yes. I'm not applying there. You're not applying there. So what are the range? Where do you think where are you thinking you might want to go? I mean, I definitely want to stay on the East Coast. I'm not going to go anywhere crazy far. Um, I'm looking to places more close like to a city. Yeah, Tisch I'm School looking around like NYU? New York City and around, yeah. Is Carnegie Mellon still known for their, you know, play? They're also one of the big ones, yeah. But you decided to go to college, Madeline, and not to just try and launch with auditions right away. Yeah, I definitely want to go to college. Good for you. I bet your parents are happy about that. <laughs> and what about you, James? Yeah, same thing here. Uh, definitely applying to college as well. Um, and I definitely, wherever I'm going, I'd like to double major and probably something theater-related, maybe a theater BA. Um, really? But to also be able to do something like economics or writing or something else. Um, also cool and academic. Um, and I definitely am more of a city guy, so I'd love to go to a city school. I hear both of you are very strong academically. Little Birdie told me as well that you guys get a lot of good grades. Right? That's what I hear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd say we're both pretty yeah, hardworking. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, this is high school, and you have the lead in a, in a show. It doesn't necessarily mean that when you go to college, you're going to stick with the performing arts. But is that what you're going to do? I mean, I'm hearing you might want a double major. You've got the bug, James? Is that what I mean? Well, I mean, I'm not quite sure. I definitely just want to have options. Okay. Um, when I'm going into my life, I'm done. I mean, I'm still 17. I'm not necessarily right. sure what I want to do with my whole life, but the I want to be able to have options. The Beatles would say just 17, so in fact. That. That's what the Beatles would say. <laughs> and you? Um, yeah, I definitely want to double major as well. I'm trying to find places where I can also include music in my life just because I've been doing it for so long. And I also play guitar and piano, so I have like sort of another different aspect of it that I want to keep so in my life. So the arts are always going to be part of your Yeah, I mean, it's had such a big impact on me, and I really don't know what I'd do if I didn't have music and do the you, arts. Do you think your education in the public schools in Westport has been helpful to nurture oh my God, your love absolutely. of the Definitely, arts? Definitely, yes. I mean, I, I know plenty of people from summer programs and family friends, but... Like nowhere else is there like a public high school where you get like a full four year like theater and arts curriculum. There's a four year theater process at Staples. Theater one, theater two, and then theater three acting and theater three directing. And there are five different choirs that you can audition into. Some of them you can, you can just walk on into, but there are so many opportunities. I didn't know they teach directing too. Yeah, yeah we're actually we're both, both in directing, directing right now. Right now. That's the coolest thing ever. It's yeah, so it's cool. very cool. It's so and cool. You, so you learn about camera work, and do you learn about software for the writing oh, and all directing. that stuff? Stage, oh, stage directing. Yeah, so it's it's directing for the stage, understanding status and stage movement, and which sides of the stage are more powerful, stuff like that. That's fantastic. Who teaches that? Does David Roth teach that? Yes, yeah. he does. How marvelous that is. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun with it, and I've learned a lot about the different aspects of theater because being actors, me and James haven't had a lot of experience doing directing, so to be able to have that experience and the opportunities to, to direct some of our peers is really cool. Well, thank you, both of you, for coming in studio. Uh, Madeline Sparrow and James Tobin-Smith are stars of tomorrow. We um, wish you to break a leg, of course. Uh, on these next several performances and tremendous luck beyond. Thank you so much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 